Oh my goodness, Tribe, welcome to season three of the Mary and Martha podcast. Yes, where we gather weekly to concentrate, commute, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on our every live empowered and purpose-filled lives. Thank you, Keisha. So glad that you all are (laughs) joining us. For season three, as, as y'all know, Jesus' actions and interactions reflected that women are dignified, Ow. worthy, and qualified. Pow, pow. Walk in the glory he placed before us. Jesus saw that glory in each and every woman. We see that in each and every one of y'all. And that's the intention that we build upon this place. Um, here over in the corner, the blackest and the Christianist corner yeah. of Michelle Obama's internet. Al Gore had a little something to do with it too, but you know. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> yeah, I know. He you knows. Save the planet. We love him. But Michelle is our girl. I'm Christina. Oh, I'm st- and I'm Keisha. And I'm still not over Michelle Obama's outfit at the inauguration. All right. She superhero. You know, just glamazon. Just I'm still not over it. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. Just, so, and that hair. That hair was so wispy. It was so. Some, somebody said she took her pin curls out in the uh, car beforehand. You know she did. She's a black woman. Yeah, absolutely did. Absolutely did. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take these out in the car, Barack. You just stay right here. Thank you. Right, 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 right. Like, and clean up this mess, Barack. Clean up this mess. <laughs> clean up this car. Well, so we are here every Thursday. Come hang out with us on all your favorite podcasting platforms: iTunes, Spotify, um, all all the ones you listen to. <laughs> all the rest of them. <laughs> Google Play. There we go. Um, Come hang out with us on Instagram because we are posting this month. Blue will tell you why in a minute at Mary Martha Podcast and sh- drop us an email, Mary Martha Podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you are enjoying our new series for the month of March, can you which, stop taking away my church announcement, please? I'm say, which Keisha will tell you all about <laughs> in our church announcements. Keisha, do we have any church announcements? <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Yes, we have a church announcement that this month we are focusing on the book of Proverbs. So our theme for this month is Proverbs Wisdom for Everyday Living. Um, And we are just so excited to talk about how Proverbs can be applicable in our life. And so let me just tell you all what we're doing as a part of this series. One of the things that we want you to do, as you all know, Proverbs has 31 chapters and so does March. March has 31 days. And so what we want you to do is every day in March, we want you to commit to reading one chapter of Proverbs, meditating on it, talking to God about it, writing in your prayer journal about it, gleaning something from it. And then what we'll do every Thursday is we'll do a deeper dive into one of the scriptures from the month. And so what we're going to be doing is we'll highlight a scripture every day. Um, on our IG stories about something that you can meditate on for that day. Um, But we do really want to encourage you to think about your own personal study and what you can be doing to focus on one book of Proverbs every day. One chapter. I'm sorry. Yes. One chapter of Proverbs every day in the book of Proverbs um, every day this month. And so we're so excited to go on this journey with you all. We have some exciting things happening for season three. Yes. And so um, we'll let you all know about those things as they come up. That's it. That's it on church announcements. So let's talk about, <laughs> let's go, let's go into our Mary or Martha moment for the week. All right, I'll start. So 
Um, for this week, this is my last week at my current place of employment. I was wondering if you were going to say it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love, I, I love the experience that I've had. Um, you know, this has been a whole year of tra- 12 months of transition for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazily, I am super excited to go into the nonprofit world. I will say where I'm going once I get there. Um, mm-hmm. And to use my talents in a way that is more in line with what I want to do long term. And yeah. I just, I'm so excited. I, I will say though, I was looking back over my journals because I, I love to journal and I love to look back at, at what my prayers were. Mm-hmm. And my prayer this time last year, so, or in the month of February last year was, God, do not let me leave my current job and t- before I use the maternity leave. Let me tell y'all something. The fact that, uh, and I was talking to somebody about, about my prayer about that. And they were like, the fact that you were that in tune with what the Holy Spirit had been telling you enough to write that down and ask for it um, means a lot. And I think that sometimes we are afraid to ask very specific, bold yeah. prayers. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about God, you know, do what you want. God, use your will. But sometimes you have to be so specific and intentional and bold with what you ask God. So that was just a reminder for me as to, you know, why I was mumping up against, you know, finding a a position that would fit what I wanted. And Mm -hmm. I had to understand that I asked God for something specific and God was like, you, this is what you asked me for. So pump your brakes, take your little leave, bond with your child that you didn't know was coming, but you pray for, and this is what you wrote. And I will align things in my time. So that, that was God's reminder to me that you know his presence is always around i just need to tap into it yeah amen 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 all right well when i want to talk about for my mary or martha moment i don't even know what category it falls in but i just wanted to talk a little bit about the transition out of nursing for me and marley um because my daughter has stopped nursing um so one of the things that happened while we were on the break um is that my daughter turned one um, which is really, exciting, really, really exciting. And about a week, week and a half after she turned one, she told me, literally, she pushed me away and hit me with the no, 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 no. So she is done nursing. She decided that she was done with that. And, um, you know, I had a little bit of a moment. I had a little bit of a moment, but the truth is, is that we are both in an extremely important time, a developmental time in our lives. Um, We survived the first year. And as you all know, like the development for a child um, up to the age of three is like crazy. It's like crazy growth. Um, But there's also a lot of personal development and professional development that I am also um, undertaking. And the truth is, is that nursing, the demands of nursing really cannot be understated. I don't even know how to outline it, but just just know that when you add nursing onto <laughs> being a mother, it's just it's like a whole nother level. Um, but the demands of it meant that like the development that each of us needed to undertake. Um, you, you know, when sometimes you, you can hold on to something even longer than you need to hold on to it. And then it ends up becoming a burden, right? Um, and I'm, I'm not saying that to say like, please nobody, um, please nobody like jump on me talking about why well, I'm still nursing my child and they're three years old. Like everyone's 
journey is different for Marley and I. Um, we were at the point where nursing had met its goal. Like that, would, like we didn't even know. I didn't even think I would be able to nurse um, and produce milk, much less for a full year of her life. And so I'm very grateful for that journey for us. Um, I am impressed <laughs> by her confidence and resolve in deciding when she was done with it. <laughs> I mean, the point is not raising children is to raise adults and adults right. are independent and adults can speak their mind. And I'm impressed that she knew what she wanted and she told knew you what it. she wanted. She knew it and was very clear, very right. clear about it. Um, and you were receptive to it. And I, yes. And, you know, like since then, you know, I thought that it was because nursing was like our time. It's something that only the two of us could have done. And um, I did have my emotions about it, but ultimately, you know, I was like, well, what is this going to change about like how we interact? But she actually, we actually are a lot more cuddly. She has now, like, she starts, she started giving me hugs and she wasn't like giving me hugs before, but like, she'll come over and just give me a hug and she kisses a lot more and all that kind of, so we're just even more cuddly and affectionate, even though we're not nursing anymore. So while that was our special time, that was our special time for that season. And now, you know, we do special time differently. You know, we read together and, you know, she'd have her, her bottle and she's, you know, developing in her talking and, you know, it's just, it's just, it is amazing to watch a little human develop. It really is amazing. It's the most amazing thing I've ever witnessed in my life. It's, it's the craziest, it's, yeah. Does, wait, does Marley open hand or open mouth kiss you on the cheek and then smack you? Because that's what mine does. He'll be like, he'll already be like, pop, and then I love you, mommy. Like, no, that's not how this works. So so sometimes she does. So if she comes in, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a little, a little peek into our lives, right? So I'm Jamaican. And um, so I don't just say kiss. So if I just say kiss Marley, she's not going to know what I'm talking about. Uh, Jamaicans, when we say kiss, we say, give me a look of chips. So I will say, wait, say that again. Cause you said it real fast. I know I, I said it like how we say it. So it's, give me a little chips. So chips is what we use to refer to kissing. So I'll say chips, smiley chips for mommy. And so she'll come and she'll, she'll come and she'll like, if I'm on the ground, she'll bend over and give me a kiss and stuff like that. So she's very pointed with it. She does not hit me. But she does reach to like hold my face. <laughs> so you don't. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna send Zay over to you, and he'll be like, "Pop, I love you, though, and Jakeisha." <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. We passed that stage. Thank you so much. That's not how we love. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. We got it over and, here. So yeah. So if I tell right. her, she's like, "Who?" But her. So kisses with daddy because daddy is American, and then chips is with mommy. So I'm like, "Chips, Marley." So yeah, so that's like, that's our little thing. Oh, I love my child so much. Amen. Let's go into the group chat. Okay. All right. So now we are going into our group chat for today. So Keisha told y'all we are focusing all on the book of Proverbs, which um, like she said, has 31 books. So uh, 31 books, mm, 31 chapters. <laughs> See, See you <laughs> no, you started it. <laughs> it has 31 chapters and the month of March has 31 days. So a Proverbs a day may not keep the devil away, but a proverb a day keeps your wisdom up. 
the book of proverbs let's give you a, a quick overview the book of proverbs is primarily attributed to king solomon um solomon. king solomon asked for wisdom uh when god said you know name anything that you want and solomon was like you know what i just want wisdom that's all i need you to give me and then the lord gave him all the riches and the honor and the glory because he just asked for wisdom now let's be very clear Solomon, even though he asked okay. for wisdom and he had wisdom, he wasn't always wise. He had like 700 concubines and wives. He's and- trifling. That's the word you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Solomon was trifling. So you can have wisdom and still be, I'm just saying, you know, we just, we just put it out there. Wisdom and- don't make you, wisdom don't make you perfect. Okay. Amen. It doesn't. You're not going to do stupid things. And I mean, I, I think about, um, even when you think about nowadays, right, there are a lot of smart people. Mm that still do stupid things. And just mm-hmm. in the, in, we're in the information age, right? And I think mm-hmm. that one of the things that people confuse is that information is wisdom. But I just think we have a lot of information and there's not a, a lot of wisdom that's yeah. out there. Yeah. And so like, I think that one of the defining characteristics for disciples of God should be that we are tuning into the wisdom of God because that's gonna set us apart yeah. Like decisions that people are making based on fear, decisions people are making based on information, mm-hmm. but not not wisdom. Pe- decisions people are making based on emotions, but not emotional yeah. intelligence. You know what I mean? Like one of the one of our defining characteristics as disciples should be that we have wisdom. Yes. So I think it is it is an excellent thing for us to focus on here and now. <laughs> So yeah, so Solomon wrote the majority and then Proverbs 30 and 31 are written by other people. Um, those mm-hmm. other people being Ag- Aguar, son of Jacob, which it says in Proverbs 30, and King Lemuel, which it says in Proverbs 31. Um, so we're going to really focus deep in on Proverbs 4, 20 through 24. But before we get there, I want to read Proverbs 1, 7. And it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. I ain't trying to be no fool. Fools. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. I will not like discipline. I don't like discipline. I don't like being corrected. But you know what? It happens. I actually like discipline. I'm just not the greatest at it. But I thrive in structured um, scenarios. I thrive when when I'm being disciplined. Oof, I'm untouchable. Like I think about this is something as simple as when I'm being disciplined in my workouts, mm, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter who I go see. I was actually talking to my sister about this. Like if I just go see a trainer three days a week, like my body is untouchable. Like I just be out here. I'd be out here, out here. And- body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. I've never had that body, yaddy, yaddy, but, um, you know, me and my Peloton are best friends. So <laughs> you have a great <laughs> body. Hush up. <laughs> hey, you know what? I appreciate that. I would have, I, I will take that affirmation. So to, in order to get to wisdom, we have to have a fear of God. And by fear, what that passage is talking about is a reverence, a respect, right. a right. understanding where God is in the and universe. magnanimity. Yes. And yeah. how small we are in comparison to God. Right. Um, so we have to start there with every conversation we have about wisdom. Every conversation we have about Proverbs is, mm-hmm. are we looking at this through the lens of reverence for God and God is the beginning of wisdom so if you don't have that reverence it's like how you gonna like you're done how are you able to 
right exactly how are you able to discern um situations and how are you able to walk through communications with other people and how are you able to really do life without having that base knowledge of the lord so we're going to be looking through all of this with the lens of that and let's go over to proverbs 4 20 a scripture that people use a lot in the wrong way we're gonna talk about that today so proverbs 420 csb version my son pay attention to my words or my daughter daughters <laughs> pay attention to my words listen closely to my sayings don't lose sight of them keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body guard your heart above all else for it is the source of life don't let your mouth speak dishonestly and don't let your lips talk deviously amen amen so i said before solomon wrote um the book of proverbs and it's written from um, him giving knowledge and wisdom to his son, um, mm -hmm. his sons, and, you know, by extension, his daughters. And what we have to think about is this is, this is a man who got these words from God and in these books or in this book, in these chapters, sometimes they do contradict each other. And as you read through the book of Proverbs, you will see one time he'll say, don't argue with fools. And then he'll say, well, sometimes you need to talk to fools to make sure they understand. And none of this contradicts each other. They all work together. There are certain circumstances and certain situations where you should do one thing and certain situations where you should do other things. So when he says, pay attention to my words and listen closely to my sayings in verse one, what you have to think about is what does this circumstance require? Mm -hmm. Does this circumstance require the response of I'm not arguing with people or does this circumstance require, okay, no, I actually need to download what I know so that they right. become better. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not always about, let me just stay out of this conflict. Sometimes you have to enter into hard conversations with people because that's how you grow. That's how they grow. Amen. So he's saying to keep everything that he's saying within your heart, keep all of um, all of the wisdom, all of the sayings, keep them close to you. And we know that from the heart, the mouth speaks. That's right. Um, we also know that in Matt, let's jump to Matthew chapter 12, um, 35. And that says, y'all yeah, yeah, hear me uh, turning my Bible. Matthew 12, 12, 35 says a good man or a good woman Mm -hmm. A good person produces good things from the overflow of, sorry, let me, let me back up. A good person produces good things from his storeroom of good. And an evil person produces evil things from his storeroom of evil. And before that in 34, it says, for the mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart. So what are you producing from your heart? What are you saying to other people? Where is it coming from? What are you storing up in your heart? Because that, that's where we're getting with verse 21. It's like you have to make sure that you're storing up these good things in your heart and not just negative, not just gossip, not just self-doubt, mm -hmm. not just pity. Like what are you storing within your heart? Because it should be all the downloads of wisdom that we get from God. I think of, you know, I think of the, the imagery of like a cup, right? Mm -hmm. or, or a bottle whatever you pour into that bottle, if you poke holes in that bottle, what's going to come out is what's been poured in. Yep. 
And so if all you're pouring in are these negative sort of things, then when it's time for you to pour out, that's all you have to give. Yep. So we really have to be careful about what it is that we're storing within us mm-hmm. because it becomes a part of who we are. It becomes a part of our mind, body, spirit. And then when it's time for us to pour out to others, like that's what's going to come tumbling out. Yep. And if you always feel drained, mm-hmm. every time you pour out to somebody else, you have to. Then you ain't been filling yourself back up. Exactly. <laughs> that, that needs to be the first check. Because sometimes it's not them, it's us. Right. And if we're not constantly and consistently pouring into ourselves, of course, you're going to be drained when you're pouring out into others. But something we say often on this podcast is life is all about community. Mm-hmm. And we are little G gods with skin on. Like God is within us. God is pouring things into us that we're supposed to pour into other people. So verse 22, for they are life to those who find them and help to one's whole body. So the like we said before, wisdom is life the words of wisdom brings life not only to yourself but to others which is why we have to be so intentional about what the next verse says guard your heart above all else for it is the source of life so i think that we misuse this key verse a lot to say i'm not going to be vulnerable with mm-hmm. other people because the word of god says guard your heart so let me guard my heart and not let anybody in so that i can make sure that i'm safe which is definitely not what this verse is saying this verse is saying make sure you pour into your heart things that are good things that are treasures so that you can give life so that you can have yes. life yes. so don't use that as an excuse not to date don't use that as an excuse not to have friends don't use that as an excuse or not, not to have deep friendships. There we go. Right. Because you can have, you can have friends, Super friends you hang out with friends that you, you know, go clubbing with Well, ain't nobody clubbing nowadays, friends <laughs> that you go to Zoom parties with, <laughs> but like deep friendships, like friends you can cry in front of, or, or mm-hmm. say that I was crying or say that I am hurting. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't have those type of relationships if you're, interpretation of guard your heart is to lock it up yep we're talking about protecting what affects your heart not locking up your heart so nothing nothing can penetrate it right because that's not healthy Mm -hmm. we don't live life on an island and it's not healthy to not let people in because how are you going to effectively minister to people if you're not willing to open yourself up right to them Mm -hmm. like that's not that's not a thing. And let's not say that's a thing from here on out, because you know, if you know better, you do better. And I mean, you know, it goes without saying that it's scary. It's mm-hmm. scary to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, but that also is why um, you want to be in tune to where God is telling you to be vulnerable so that you're being vulnerable in safe spaces. You're yes. being vulnerable for a purpose. Like if you're sharing a testimony or something like that, there's there's it's because God has directed you to share that testimony. If you're sharing a, a tough or low moment moment that God has given you um, a person that you can share that with or that you can be vulnerable with. So I'll use as an example, right before we started recording, um, I got uh, a message that was really upsetting and Christina held space for me. But I also felt comfortable with like sharing like how I was processing that and even like the emotional reaction that I had to it 
with Christina because we've developed the kind of friendship where we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I was on with like a business colleague, I probably would not have done the same because for me, guarding my heart is just being careful about who I share with. I'm being careful about who I share my heart with, but I'm not not sharing my heart. Yes. And yeah. that that's such an important distinction. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have discernment and wisdom. <laughs> To figure out, (laughs) back to that W word, to figure out how you should operate in this space, but do not shut it off like a castle and you're bringing up the moat to be like, no one can, no one can cross this particular path. Right. So we're going to end with don't let your mouth speak dishonestly and don't let your lips talk deviously. Okay. So, you know, I think we're all pretty clear about don't tell lies. I think for the most part, we're all pretty clear about that. But we have to guard our mouth. And like I said earlier, the Bible also says from the heart, the mouth speaks. We have to make sure that we are using our words to edify and our words to not tear down and our words not to speak in a way that's going to ruin our um, ministry. Can I take this even further? Take it further. further. Um. You know, and I, I, I have touched on this before about my issues with the shade culture. Um, <laughs> fun and games and kikiing, but sometimes it's mean. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Erica talked about it on, I can't remember what it was, but she talked about the fact that we really need to ask ourselves, why might someone be comfortable having a terrible conversation about someone in our presence? Mm-hmm. Um, and so watching what we're saying also to the extent that your lips aren't being devious, like you're not being mean and shady because again, like I said, there's, I am not talking about the part of it where it's like fun and games. It's like, Ooh, shade. Mm-hmm. I'm talking and you're about, saying it to that person, right? I'm talking about the back conversations, the mm-hmm. gossiping the the slow erosion of like someone's confidence or character Mm. that you that you know in your heart of hearts that what you're doing Mm -hmm. is um is is a result of you like hurting yourself like so you're bleeding out on someone else you're projecting on Mm. someone else like it is our responsibility as christians to check that Mm -hmm. within ourselves to put our heart before the lord to get our healing Um, So that we are making sure that the words that we're speaking, like Christina said, are uplifting, are edifying, are encouraging because people's lives have been affected by what someone has said to them, positively or negatively. Yep. And so don't be out here being a deviant with your words. Being a deviant. (laughs) (laughs) And, And see, just because your heart is stored up with wisdom doesn't mean you're going to say the right things all the time. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you that when I'm in a good place, heart wise, I think twice before I say something, God will be like, is this necessary? And sometimes I'll be like, yeah. And then say it anyways and then regret it. But Uh Uh same. You've been there where you say something, you're like, oh, that, okay. That was out of character for me. Like I, Mm -hmm. or that was a reflection of some, I just did not deal with myself. And I have had to go back and apologize to people being like, I, was speaking out of myself. It was not about you. Yep. Yep. And I, I oh. think mm-hmm. it all goes back to making sure that you hold wisdom within your heart, mm-hmm. that you guard your heart in a way where you watch what's coming into it and mm-hmm. 
from your heart, your mouth speaks. So making sure that you're not speaking deviously. So my takeaway challenge for this week is going to be first half. Watch your, oh, <laughs> Remember that book? <laughs> Keisha, I always tell this. Keisha gave me the book, Watch Your Mouth One Year for, it wasn't in Christmas gift. It was a New Year's present. <laughs> it was like, here you go. I'm gonna give this to you. Watch your mouth. <laughs> You know, you got to know your friends, right? You got to, you got to know your people. And when I read the book, I was like, I know who I need to give a copy. <laughs> but the funny thing is, oh wait, I'm going to take it a step further. She gave me this gift in front of other friends and gave them all nice stuff. And I got to watch my <laughs> I was like, okay, It was a nice what? gift. It was a nice gift. It I, I read it like three times. So I, I needed it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, it's just, again, that's, that's a result of me and Christina's deep friendship. So don't just be doing that to people. Like you don't just be giving them like, watching you two weeks ago. I heard your mouth. Here's a book. Like, don't do that. To people. I mean, that's, that's shady. Point them to the podcast. Be like, you know, it's a podcast. I would love for you to listen to. But I just so, had to say like that. That's your theme for this week. Watch your mouth. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Watch your heart. Watch your man. Watch your mouth and look at what you're putting into your heart. And as you read through the book of Proverbs, and as this week, as you read through um, chapters one through seven, really understand what God is saying about wisdom and really internalize that because that's how we're going to be able to move forward with putting great things in our hearts and watching our mouths. Amen. 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 That was powerful, Christina. That was an excellent intro to our um, month on Proverbs here in the month of March. Proverbs. Wait, what's your Joyce Myers, me or Joyce Myers tagline? I did it. I did it at the beginning. Oh, say it again. <laughs> I was about to do it again. All right, y'all. So that is it for our Proverbs wisdom for everyday living. <laughs> Joyce, don't be trying to take that from me. If I see a devotional that says Proverbs wisdom for everyday living, I already know what's up. I already know what's up. She probably already has one, but we love Joyce. Probably Myers. already does. <laughs> She's like, first of all, y'all took that from me. That's <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, let's go into our power prayer for the week. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you uh, gave Christina and I this time of rest to be able to come back excited to record another season, to talk to your people, to talk to each other, to go deeper into your word, God. God, we thank you for the inspiration for this month on the book of Proverbs, because we know that all through Proverbs, we've got little nuggets for us that can be applied to our everyday lives. And so, God, we are excited to see what you will reveal in us, through us, and for us through the book of Proverbs. God, we thank you for today's lesson, God. We thank you for today's discussion about our heart, about how precious it is and how we need to guard it by making sure that we're filling it with things um, that have been divinely sent by you, God, that we're filling it with inspiration, we're filling it with the word, we're filling it with quality time with you and our loved ones. God, we're filling it with affirmations so that when we pour out to others, we're not pouring from our hurt, we're not pouring from our pain, but we're pouring from our healed selves. And so God, we thank you for the uh, opportunity to be entrusted with our own heart, but also to be speaking in such a way that we are responsible with other people's hearts. God, we thank you because we know that the power of the tongue is mightier than the sword. And so we know that when we talk, we can either uplift or we can denigrate. 
that we can either empower or we can make insecure. God, we ask that you would direct our tongue, help us to watch our mouths so that we can speak life every day to every person. God, we thank you for the safety that you have given us during this time. We pray for those who have lost loved ones. We pray for those who are grieving. We pray for those who are dealing with unforeseen circumstances. And God, we ask that you would wrap them in your love, wrap them in your care, wrap them in your comfort. And until we meet again, Jesus, until we meet again next week, keep us safe in your arms. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. <laughs> Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman in Mark 14, a says, do, do what, what you can. can. <laughs> See you next week. See you next Bye. week.